0: Blog Talk Radio. What's your sign? Do you know? Let me guess. You're Scorpio. What's your rising? Where's your moon? CO's are pretty cool See I'ma say
1: Good evening, I'm Dr. Craig Martin and this is Inside Connection Radio Live reading show on Blog Talk Radio The call-in number is 213-943-3395 I invite everybody to call in and uh, chat with me about tonight's topic In a continuing look at the planets, we're basically up to Venus And even with a little bit of throatiness that I have tonight We're going to discuss Venus uh, Since she rules attractiveness Maybe uh, with a little bit of raspiness My voice is more attractive Deeper and uh, more Venusian So Venus is actually in Aries tonight And uh, in this past week it's been conjunct Uranus in Aries think it's very empowering for women uh, Venus is the ruler of women And um Uranus rules um our power and, and an ability to uh shake things up. So in Aries especially, which is not customarily a great sign for Venus. However, I feel like women uh need a larger voice, a a, a stronger voice, and I think it's important uh you know for us to honor that. So uh Venus in Aries and Uranus and Aries together, transiting through the sky this week, they provide a lot of uh, sudden opportunities for women to express themselves. You can find me also on Twitter at AstroHealer, and on Facebook as Dr. Craig, where I post several little insightful things during the week, astrological and otherwise. So Venus, planet of love, and uh, in our charts it represents love and beauty, and um, as the Venus co-rules Taurus and Libra, and uh, that makes it rule all contracts, all unions as a part of Libra, and as a part of Taurus. Venus rules uh, beauty and moral character because uh, Taurus is concerned with morals and uh Taurus as the ruler of uh, what what it is that we value so sometimes we customarily think of Taurus as money uh representing money and possessions, but money and possessions is just one thing that we value we also value things like art culture, and uh good taste. And um, that's a part of Venus and Venus's energy, Venus' ability to discern aesthetics, the aesthetics of life And decide what is beautiful <clears throat> It's different for everybody, we obviously all have Venus in a different char- a part, you know, a different sign, a different part of our chart <clears throat> Yet there's a universal theme behind uh, Venusian energy that's about beauty, love and harmony Harmony is the Libra part So um, Tonight we want to be able to look at Venus And how does love contribute To our chart Well as we were saying one way Is that it provides a part of our moral character If we're loyal It's a part of being a loving individual If we're kind It's a part of being a loving individual And when we talk about our morals You know normally we're talking about Positive qualities that human beings Exhibit, uh, you know, there's a, a long list of them, and, and each sign has their own division between what's the uh, lighter side of each sign and what's the more shadowy side. The lighter side of each sign is actually a part of the moral character of that sign, and um, certainly the shadow side. Is uh, the part of our personality that most people would like to work on Because it's the part of our personality that creates issues In personal relationships So as Venus is also the ruler of unions and contracts Marriage uh, Because Venus rules Libra So Libra holds that balance of what is fair between two people I think it's always important to Recognize Venus as the arbiter of Commitment and communication Uh, I do have somebody that's holding on the switchboard And I'm going to check in with them uh, right now Uh, Area code code 780 You're on the Inside Connection radio
2: Hey Dr. Craig, how's it going? Hey,
1: how are you?
2: Hey, pretty good
1: Is this Jay? Uh, Yes it is Hey Jay, how are you tonight?
2: I'm doing fine, actually a lot better tonight, so. Um I got a question for you. Can you do a compatibility chart with one person not having the time? I don't know if I talked talk to you about this last week, but
1: No, you no, I don't think you did. Um the um can you you know, there's two kinds of compatibility. One of them okay. is a yeah, you know, one of them is a composite chart where you put mm-hmm. where you put two people's charts together and form a third chart and that yeah. is um i think dependent on the birth time of both people yeah. the other chart is a synergy chart which is how uh the two people might be affecting each other in other words what energy they bring to each other and which house for instance uh someone else's planets are found in for that kind of chart, um, you don't really need the birth time so for instance, let's say um, let's say you knew your own chart and you knew your own birth time, but all you knew was the birthday day of another person. you right. can definitely do synergy um, and find out in what way that person has an effect on you or in what way that person will influence you. So it it, it, it it's a, I think synergy is a very useful chart. It's certainly a great topic for tonight for Venus because it's about
2: relationships. Okay. Well, I know. Do um,
1: you want me to look at your chart?
2: I think. You, do you have it in the computer?
1: Yes, I'm sure <laughs> I do. <laughs> Just hold on and let me switch over to the software from the radio station. Um. 9665 in Garden Grove
2: Nope No Canada uh, Does
1: your last name start with an S? Yes I see
2: No First name starts with a J
1: Yes Last name starts with an S, right? I think so J And what's your last name, J? Starts with an S, right? Yeah Got it So it's Medicine Hat, right? you yep. Are you up yep. in Canada? Yep Okay, great <clears throat> it's um, March the twenty fourth, right? Nineteen sixty four. Okay. So, um, do you know the uh, the birth, you know, date of the yeah. person?
2: Uh, I have everything except the time. So, uh
1: huh. Do you want to be so able to put a name on it, or should we just call this person? Yes, yeah,
2: put it uh, R red, red.
1: R e d e d red. Okay. Go ahead. Birthday. Uh
2: January twenty second,
1: nineteen seventy two. Oh one two two nineteen seventy two. Now what we do is we put the birth time in as noon because it's unknown, and that's the customary birth time because that's the middle of the day.
2: Okay.
1: So birthplace?
2: Uh the pass. Manitoba, Canada. The pass yes
1: yeah, I see Good. it. I see it, Canada. <laughs> cool. Cool towns, man. Yeah,
2: it's um, interesting. This is going to be interesting.
1: I'm hmm. not going to save this chart, by the way, because this okay. person's not calling me. So, um, what I'm going to do is just run this chart now. And then, you know, if you want to look at this person's chart again in the future, uh, we would have to enter the data again. So, um, is this a woman or a man? Woman. Um, so, you know, this is an Aquarius, Venus and Pisces, so it's a sensitive woman, but also um also it's very uh strong woman because she has uh Mars and Aries and um Jupiter and Sagittarius. So there's some strong fire, very dependable, reliable, Mercury in, in, in Capricorn have a tendency to be I would say almost like waffling between the practical and the hypersensitive because mm. one part is extremely practical and uh, business-oriented, and the other part is like very artsy and out there, and especially for a woman, that's why I asked, Venus is in Pisces so if it was a man's chart, he might lean more towards his Mars mm-hmm. so what we do is we take your chart um J in medicine hat And we put uh, The chart of uh, Red on the outside Of it and um, What it does is it shows Where the different planets are Located in your chart for instance The sun is located in the Second house so this person Helps you with values or they help You with the accumulation of money In some way Um uh, Mars and and the Moon are in Aries, in the fourth house, uh, in your chart. So it, it it's right on the fourth fifth cusp actually. So it could represent um, that the relationship could produce children if it were to, you know, um, move forward. One of the one of the things about the synergy is that it's creative, and and also that there's some kind of a dynamic about. Um, Like building a home Constructing a mm-hmm. home or something like that So um person will end up Changing your reputation in some way But that could very well just simply be From single to married or from Married to divorced or whatever There's an effect on your um, Social reputation That they have on you Because Pluto in Libra Is in the uh, 10th house <clears throat> Sorry um, okay. You wonder if Like perhaps the two of you Get into some fairly heated Kinds of discussions Because her Mars is conjunct Your Mercury And um, you, it, because that's in the 4th house for the both of you There would be a lot of dynamic You know conversations About uh, home life Uh you know, it would be like the home would be a place of having considerable identity conversations. So, you know, for you, you're already a man that has the sun in the fourth and Mars in the fourth and Mercury in the fourth, and, and so you're very um, home-oriented and the home you live in, you're very self-identified with, you'd be bringing this person in, and they would then want to have some say or a place in the home. Um if you were to you know, if the relationship were to move in that direction. If it were just an exclusively a business type arrangement, um it would be successful because the sun in Aquarius and Mercury in, in Capricorn are both in your second house, so there would be a lot of effort towards making money. But even, <coughs> even as a romantic relationship, it would generate income for you as a family. Hmm. And that's what the synergy says. Interesting. Would you like to share a little bit about the relationship?
2: Oh, we actually have a, fr- a friendship right now. I'm just looking uh-huh. to see what compatibilities are with it because I'm at that age where I'm, I don't have a lot of time to take a lot of chances. So, so just astrology wise, it's interesting how this is
1: You're right coming out. You're in an age where you would take chances?
2: No, no, I'm not at that age taking chances. So just just, just you know, just making sure everything's okay. So it's really It interesting. seems good. Yeah, we're on on the different astrological signs we're we're compatible.
1: It seems good. I I feel like um you know, I feel like uh it, if you can appreciate the sensitive side of her You know, she has Venus and Pisces And you have Mars and Pisces It's a very good connection As far as um, Emotional connection Or your ability to understand each other without language hmm. Does that make sense?
2: That makes sense
1: Like your ability to understand each other Without actually even having to use words It's a a very nice um, Venus in Pisces Okay (laughs) It's not one of the rulers Of uh, Venus You know But it's I think exalted Venus in Pisces is an exalted place and um for you as a you know compassionate empathetic man this is a compassionate and empathetic woman so there's a great deal of uh, attraction you know based on that one of the issues is you know that Mars Mercury conjunction Her Mars in Aries and your Mercury in Aries Does that represent a compatibility in Your personal identity at home in other words Does she want to live uh, in a similar way That you do you know like in other words I know you're saying that you're just friends But the uh the insinuation is that you're looking to see whether, you know, there's more to go on. Well all relationships, Jay, are gonna require work work, right? You know, all relationships are gonna require that we um you know, put some effort into them. And um this relationship would require some effort but it looks like it has a fairly nice foundation her moon is also conjunct your Jupiter. There, there would, there would be children if you want them to be. Mm. You know, even though I guess she's going to be forty, right? Mm. Yeah. Does she want children? Does she have children?
2: I'm not sure. sure. Uh huh. So, not to, you know, just uh, you know, be as friends. gotta set up a sip of foundation because it's. I just find a lot of palabilities between the. Astrology-wise And uh,
3: um,
2: The different uh, um, Chinese astrology too So we're compatible that way also
1: Yeah I mean, you know, in order to be able to see What your effect would be on her We would need to know her birth time Um, But generally It looks like an expanded sense of spiritual identity For you because she has Neptune and Sagittarius, and you have Sagittarius rising. So whatever kind of spiritual path she's on, if it's progressive, if it's, um, you know, more metaphysical in a certain way, she would really open you up to that, because she has Jupiter in Sag and Neptune in Sag. And that's both very good for you, because she probably wants to travel... Um, Travel in your life Mm -hmm. Have you traveled
2: Not that much, no
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah I mean, you have Sagittarius Rising You have Moon in the Ninth I mean, certain places Like, you know um, It doesn't have to be even outside of Canada You know, but like Spiritual places that have beautiful Vibes, you know The mountains Mm -hmm. or uh, Maritime Canada or the Grand Canyon or the Rocky Mountains Or places like that really I think would call to you Because you have Venus in Taurus so you're a real lover of beauty And, and talking about Venus tonight you know you have actually Venus In one of the ruling signs in your chart so When we when we talk about moral uh, Composition uh you're someone with very strong morals because venus in taurus provides that for you probably a little hard on yourself because of all that virgo in your chart but you know that also keeps you on that moral you know straight straight path and, and so to speak because it's um venus in taurus is extremely loyal and i think that you would probably uh feel Very badly with Mars and Pisces If you were to sway So to speak From your um, You know Moral high ground Hmm. Anyway It's good to talk to you Jay I really enjoy talking to you I do have um, some other people On the uh, switchboard So I think I'd like to get to them And see how many I can do tonight Before I completely lose my voice Um, Mm -hmm. But you know, I appreciate always talking to you. It's really nice to hear from you.
2: I'm looking forward to your show. I'll explain about the the relationship. This, if you have some time left. Great,
1: right, we'll take tuned it, so. and we'll see what oh, well, else comes you. up tonight. All right, man. bye bye.
2: Yep, bye bye.
1: So, I'm Dr. Craig Martin. This is the Inside Connection Radio on Blog Talk Radio. It's call-in show for free live readings you can also find me on twitter as Astro Healer and on facebook as dr craig <clears throat> if my voice holds up a little longer i am going to do a couple more readings tonight so let's see who we have here it's um area code 956 you're on the inside connection radio
4: hi thank you for taking my call
1: yeah absolutely what's your name
4: my name is Tony, and I'm calling from Texas.
1: Okay. What's your first name again, huh? Tony,
4: T-O-N-I.
1: Tony. Okay, so do you want me to do a reading for you?
4: Yes, hopefully you'll give me something good.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully. Normally what I do is I just tell what I see, okay? But mm-hmm. my astrology is really not designed to tell you anything bad. What's the first initial of your last name, Tony? S.
4: Uh, yeah.
1: Just so that I have, you know, another Tony in my software so I can differentiate you. Uh can you tell me your birthday?
4: Eleven
1: thirteen seventy five. Scorpio girl. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh do you know your birth time?
4: I believe it was around seven lady. I mean seven eight seven thirty seven, not not accurate to be honest with you.
1: That's okay. AM or PM?
4: PM.
1: In the evening, right? Correct. In what town?
4: Um, Brownsville.
1: Brownsville, Texas, right?
4: Correct.
1: Okay. You got it. Let's see what comes up. Hmm. Well. Well, I think there was a relationship last year that didn't work out for you, uh, or the year before. It's, what, it's, it's 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 in the past now, and um, if a new relationship has popped up anytime soon, like suddenly appeared, um, it's very exciting. Are, are, do you have a new, Do you have a relationship right now?
4: Mm,
1: no. Okay then that's fine you're actually in the um you know energetic path of having a relationship manifest for you very soon so unexpectedly the one thing about the one thing about relationships that get kind of like born at this time for you is that they're not necessarily very dependable
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um do you have children? Yes. Yeah. Are they okay?
4: It's
1: great. <laughs> Good, no, that's good um, Just because I see that you had Uranus also square your natal Mars So as a mom It seems like even in the last month or something You've, you know, had to sort of Step up your maternal role You've had to, like, be Really on as a mom And that even some sudden things, again Have, have caused you to be like Okay, I've got to take care of this I've got to I've got to, um do the mom thing um, Yes <laughs> Your chart says that You know You're a very strong Scorpio You have Mercury in Scorpio And Uranus in Scorpio and So you're very um, You know like a Scorpio Very sexually oriented But very intense You just want a really important Passionate relationship You're very emotional You have Moon and Pisces Mars and Cancer And then all these three planets in Scorpio in your chart So that even though you're very relationship oriented You have Venus and Libra Fundamentally Your personality is very watery It's very emotional Very sensitive Very intuitive you have to be very careful that you don't um you know, let people take advantage of you because you're such a good shoulder to cry on.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: and people see you that way. So you have to be careful that, you know, you don't um overextend yourself and and allow people to take advantage of you.
0: Okay.
1: <coughs> Do you have something specific you want to ask?
4: Well I know you mentioned I know because of the wind is mean, somebody new or reconnected. Somebody popped up yes, somebody did popped up from my past.
1: Somebody did recently?
4: Yes. Yeah. Um in in December. But we haven't had any we haven't had any contact ever since. we spoke but I uh, haven't heard from him.
1: You haven't heard from him?
4: No, I have and I'm not going <laughs> to
1: call him You're not going to reach out to him? No
4: um, was-
1: Yeah, there's more though, because it's not over um, Twelve um, Yeah, there's more It's over a little bit of a month from now It's like the end of March or the middle of March um, Very sudden Somebody very exciting Um, And possibly somebody that's not necessarily from Texas even Um, And it just happens suddenly I don't necessarily know if it's that person from your past Mm -hmm. It could be that person But, again, as an astrologer That's not what I try to talk about With with people Mm -hmm. who come to see me My intention is to say This energy Sorry Exists. There's a person who's very Uranian It means that they're very exciting and different to you They're going mm-hmm. to show up But the idea But why are they there to show up for you One of the reasons is because you're you yourself are in a little bit of a relationship rut And mm-hmm. so <coughs> The relationship shows up to help you get out of it to show you something new about yourself, to um, like stir you up a little bit. It doesn't necessarily mean that that relationship is going to last. That's the issue. Is that when we're a bit in a bit of a rut, you know, the the way we've been living our lives and the, the people we've been surrounding ourselves with. Sometimes we bring in somebody who's different and exciting just to stir us up, just to show us that there's a larger picture out there. It's mm-hmm. a good person for you. It's not a bad person. It's just they may not live nearby. It may it may be difficult to make it a lasting relationship.
4: Hmm. Okay. At least it's not okay. bad
1: news. At least I'm not having to give you bad news. Because it, it's exciting. I think it's exciting, and I think you should embrace it. I think that you should recognize that you need something exciting in your life.
4: Yeah, I do. It's kind of boring.
1: <laughs> and that that person, that person is going to be um, somebody that's going to do that for you. Hmm.
4: Okay. Well, I, well, yeah, I guess that is good. Is it young? Is it a solid Can you say...
1: Yeah, no, he's a solid person It's just that he's, um, he can't necessarily be relied on, you know Can't be relied on because his life is very busy, he's very active, he's all over the place He might not really be ready for a commitment either
0: Mhm.
1: It's just the nature of the energy you're bringing in There's good things too, as far as, but you know There's good things in your chart. As far as you're a very intense person who can have a really intimate, dynamic relationship with somebody, very passionate. But, you know, I think it's about where are you now in your relationship life. And as I said, I think you've been in a bit of a rut. And what you're looking for is somebody to stir that up a little bit. And you're going to get
4: it. I'm really not, haven't really been looking, to be honest. You haven't after. been looking? Nah. I mean, As in I,
1: Scorpio with Venus and Libra? Mm-hmm.
4: You know, it's I a haven't. little,
1: it's just a little hard to believe. It isn't about well, looking. It isn't about <laughs> looking, then. Let's turn that around and say it's been something that you've been wanting.
0: Well, um. <laughs> it's just.
4: I don't know I, I've just been disappointed before that, Like if I meet somebody, fine And do not meet somebody Yeah,
1: I understand yeah. that But I'm talking about deeply inside you With with Venus and Libra As a woman You'd really like to be in a partnership with someone And as a Scorpio You would really like <laughs> to be able to have that It's just it's It's in your chart, you know you're a very uh-huh. home-oriented, very relationship-oriented person.
4: Well, yeah, I, It's I your am. femininity,
1: you know, it's your femininity. You're, you see yourself as a mom, and that's great, and you are a mom. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're also a woman, and you, you want to be able to share yourself with someone. And I think that's just important for you to know.
4: Okay. Well, thank you.
1: All right, Tony.
4: Listen, it was good to
1: talk to you. Thanks for calling into the Inside Connection.
4: Thank you very much. Bye bye.
1: So, my name is Dr. Craig Martin, and you're listening to the Inside Connection Radio on Blog Talk Radio. And um, the call in number is 213 943 3395. Tonight's show is about Venus. I know I do have a couple more people in the chat room And I intend to try to get to everybody Um, Tonight's show is about Venus So I'm glad to have relationship questions You know, when we're not in a relationship Like our last caller I think it's important to um, At least own the fact That we might like one or not You know, we don't have to be looking And love can hurt us I was doing some writing earlier today About that, about how Even though Love creates situations that could potentially hurt us We go back for more Because there's no greater experience for us to have Love is frightening Because we don't want to be judged by someone We don't want to lose love That's why the situation of loving someone is frightening Love is not frightening itself The situation of loving it makes us vulnerable And yet we keep going back for more love because it's the greatest experience we can have. The greatest potential experience that we can have as human beings is the experience of loving. The experience of loving someone. So that's why tonight's show, which is you know I'm in the week of Valentine's Day, Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. And and it was just auspicious. I did not plan that. That means that it was in the stars. <laughs> So, you know, let's just take a minute to think about love and loving someone else and what that means. It means that we care about them, that we're concerned for them, that we, you know, want to take to take care of them. I think there's nothing greater than that at all. Sure, we can have a child, you know, and you can do that for a child, but <clears throat> family is a little bit different because you're not choosing necessarily this person; they just come to you as your baby or you know as your baby, then it's your child, so you take care of them and you love them because they come to you in that way, or you know your 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 the you know your mother or your you know your family but the person that you choose, like a romantic relationship to love was tremendous adult connection very powerful. Area code three one seven, you're on the air with the inside connection. Hi.
3: Hi. Happy Valentine's Hi. Day.
1: Happy Valentine's Day to you. How are you tonight?
3: Good. My name's Jamie. Jamie. Yes.
1: Have you called in to speak to me before? I have. Okay, My maybe I have your chart in the computer already. Um and I can um, can check and see.
3: Okay. It's um one twenty three seventy one.
1: Okay, let me just see if I have that. Um, 12371, Indianapolis, Indiana.
3: You got it.
1: <laughs> How are you tonight?
3: I'm good. How are you?
1: Tell me what's going on.
3: Well, I've got a new person from the past that has just come into my life again. Right. Yeah. Do
1: you
0: trust and I him? Don't...
3: Um. I don't know if I should or not. He hurt yeah. me once before, yeah, you know. It's but interesting. It, it's
1: interesting. It's interesting because this is a time, very, very strong time for you this year. Uh-huh. Whoa, like very strong energy surrounding. You know, what is it? What do I need to let go of? Who do I need to let go of? Um, <clears throat> he came back to you. Yes. Is he filled with legitimate apologies and all that other crap?
3: Well, it's all that other crap. Well, it's not really like that. It was kind of like I pushed him out the door. It was, oh, did you? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. You know, it was like an old flame that kept bothering him. She was sick, and I was like, just go, go back. And he he was going back and forth, and I was just like, he wanted to come and stay with me, and and. Uh, there it was a long it was a long ordeal, but in the end it was like I made my decision get out. Okay. And so, wait a minute
1: though you said because there was an another old flame. Yeah. That she he kept, had or you had.
3: He had.
1: That he had so you didn't push him out the door.
3: You just no. said you'd
1: had enough. That's not pushing someone out the door, honey.
3: True. <laughs> True. That's not they, pushing I mean, out,
1: that's not pushing out someone out the door. That's setting limits.
3: That's true. I was setting my boundaries. You're exactly <laughs> that's right. That's setting
1: limits. That's just saying, like you know, choose me or get the hell out of here. Yeah. You know, stop jerking yeah. me around. I mean, yeah. exactly. Don't be too and much th- of a martyr.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know. and, and and you know, that's exactly what it was. It was. Well, not, you're you know, a
1: very spiritual person. You know, we've talked before. You have five planets in Sagittarius between the tenth and eleventh house with scorpio at the midheaven you're you're very 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 high-minded idealistic spiritual looking for the truth you don't like being lied to and as a sagittarius also if 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 he hasn't made up his mind this time you're going to be out the door again pretty quick now the problem is is what's different in this scenario he's decided that he wants you
3: I don't really know. I have no idea. It started out with the ex calling me thinking he came back to me because she's going through his phone. And, like, he sent me messages back in May saying he missed me, which I ignored. And then and then we talked over some mail he had and was no big deal. And then she threw him out over it. And she called me, and I've never talked to her before. So I talked to her. And so I text him and I say, well, you know, she called me, blah, blah, blah. Right, And then now he's calling me and telling me he's not going back and what he's doing and he's moving back in his house. And, you know, there's not any, like, connection as far as I'm doing this, I want you back. There's nothing like that going on. I just figure it has to go in some direction.
1: Yeah, I don't really like it. Just to tell you, with what you've got going on right now and you've got Neptune squaring Mars and Neptune squaring Neptune, it's all about somebody that's just... Just playing head games with you is how it feels to me, <clears throat> and I don't. Okay. I know you don't necessarily want to hear that
3: because you. No, like it's him. okay. I want to hear that. Actually, right. you. You know, I'm. I'm very honest. I want to hear the truth. You know, I I'm always. I'm very
1: honest too. Yeah,
3: um, I want to and hear the, the truth. the
1: transits that you have going on right now is about someone who's not being genuine with you. And I just don't. You get a feeling from this guy that like. Yeah. He'll do the same thing to you. That he's just yeah. looking for the next place to put his hat, so the to speak. The only
3: problem I have with him is I have such a soul connection with him. Like, I think yeah. we had past lives or something together.
1: Yeah, yeah of course. I have... That's why we don't discard these people, you know. Yes. That's why. But look, what you had to do last time, and this is what I say about a soul connection and why it feels like you're doing it right this time, Okay. This is why it feels like you're doing it right this time. is because you've set some limits and you've said no. You haven't allowed this person to play with your heart for your entire life for the next 40 years. That you've done in past lives. So the soul connection doesn't always necessarily mean that it was so hunky-dory and that the soul connection was so great. It can mean that one person really hurt the other person, even though your souls have been trying to to, to join together. That he's a, a more fickle and and not easily to depend on kind of person. You're standing there in all that truth. You're standing there in it again, and you're going, "What's going on? Mm-hmm. I just want to. I I just I, I'll be so surprised if he turns out to be the genuine article."
3: Good. Well, you know, I had somebody like read me last night, and I'm like, he is your soulmate, and I'm like, I just can't even believe that. I,
1: just, <coughs> yeah. I don't. No, I don't know who would say that. <laughs> I,
3: you know, I I couldn't I couldn't believe. Well, the funny thing is, is she brought up somebody that was dead that I know, and I thought, oh my god, what is that? But we have this weird connection. I felt death with his dad, and I like his dad, like talks to me and sends me messages to him and I don't have that ability. I only right. have that ability with him. And right. I don't know why.
1: Well, you know, I mean you're it well, I mean, I could tell you that you're very sexually attracted to him and you've got Scorpio in the eighth house and you've got Pluto in the eighth house. So your capacity actually to communicate with the dead of somebody that you're very, very like connected to in that way is possible. Okay. Possible for you to actually do that more if you really wanted to I just
3: don't know how to do it with anybody but him. It's like that's the only person that comes through with
1: yeah um, no it's uh it's not it's not it's about it's about practicing that instrument and I don't necessarily recommend that for you because it's sort of dabbling in a place that I think you've had experience doing that uh-huh. kind of thing in past lives and you're you're not you don't really need to be doing that in this life that's not your your um your greater destiny you know and it isn't representing representing the spiritual truth that you're looking for the five planets in Sagittarius you know what spiritual journey are you on you know What 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 collective of of girlfriends you know have you have you you know gone on a vision quest with? It's this is where you need to be focusing your energy is you know getting together with a group of women who are on a similar path and going out into the woods and having a powwow is what I see. You know, I mean it. Yeah, I mean it. And I don't like girls. (laughs) No, it's not about those kind of girls. Okay. It's not about liking girls in that way. It's about you have Venus Venus and the Moon, but there's something. Don't you see? There's something very important about being a woman.
3: Yes. Yes, and I I, no, I didn't mean it that way either. I just meant I like, if friendship-wise, I like guys better than I like girls. Like I just I find girls creepy. Yeah,
1: I, I understand that. I understand that. But you're a girl.
3: Yeah, I know.
1: So you know you are throwing out a kind of generalized statement about women, I know. and I know. yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't mean there aren't other women like you, and that they are also in a spiritually based community, That's true. and they don't have to be lesbians if you know you're not one. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like no, it doesn't that have doesn't to be me. That. they can be.
0: Yeah, it they can be. It doesn't
1: have to be that though, is what I'm saying, and not that obviously anything against gay people, but me it, right.
3: That's not what I meant either. That's just yeah. why I just. No, I get it, I'm
1: just saying that Perhaps there's a little dogma for you surrounding your relationships with women And you need to examine that a little bit Because there might be some spiritual growth for you to do there Okay I'm just suggesting that
3: Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good idea And right now,
1: I know you and I had probably talked about it once before Because it would have jumped right out at me when I looked at your chart the last time That Neptune square is not going to go away For months and months and months it's a transit of this entire year and what it really boils down to is which things are fantasies that you're hanging on to and which things are you really going to make happen so this is an old guy coming back from the past it simply seems like you really haven't cleared him out of your system yet but I can tell you something you're going to
3: okay good Good, because my Amy, heart Jamie, it's hurts. so
1: good to talk to you.
3: It's so good to talk to you, too. I All love right, your Hunt, advice. Listen. I
1: hope you have a good night, and I you will too. talk to you again.
3: All right, I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for joining me on the Inside Connection. <clears throat> so my name is Dr. Craig Martin, and I'm an astrologer and spiritual counselor in Los Angeles. You can find me at uh, www.lahealer.com, where you can find out about more about my work with couples and individuals. And about my practice and what it is that I do, my beliefs, my vision for the way in which self understanding and learning more about your chart and being more in touch with who you are can create greater happiness for you in your life through your job, through your relationships, because you own what it is that you need. So it's very important to me. Um, love, love astrology. Um, I have someone in the uh, switchboard Area code 212 Are you calling from New York City
5: Yes I am Hi Hi
1: How are you tonight Fine Good Um, Well you're on the radio with me
5: Yeah We're together
1: (laughs) (laughs) What's your name
5: My name is Anna Hi Anna Hi
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anna um, have you called me before? I think so. Okay.
5: Wanted Maybe a you. long time ago.
1: Um, what's your last name start with? K. So, um, born in Amsterdam?
5: Yeah. Is it okay?
1: <laughs> For what, honey? To be born in Amsterdam?
5: Yeah. No. Yeah, of call course call it is. I've
1: been there. I love Amsterdam.
5: So, so um... um yeah, beautiful, yeah.
1: Place. beautiful place. Amsterdam looks like a wedding cake.
5: Yeah, um, Amsterdam. Yeah. So, uh, tell me yeah. what's going on. Well, um, what's going on is kind of weird, um, kind of in a weird place, and not working and work, trying to find work and and um, being in this place for a while. It's a little stuck. And moving to, back to Holland or staying here. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to move back because of family. I don't like my family too much. And, yeah. But, but uh, staying I don't think here. you're moving
1: back to Holland anytime soon. I don't see okay. that right now. So you're looking for work. Is that what your question is about?
5: Work and then, yeah, and, and also... Um, My relationship or
1: not I don't have a relationship Yeah, your relationship's a rough spot right now Because, you know, you have Neptune square the moon And you have the moon in the seventh house And that's the relationship And again, you're feeling disillusioned Something's not quite right in the relationship I think we talked about that, though That I have a feeling I remember Yeah, so maybe So I don't know how to help you with that more You know, you really have to You can get through a Neptune transit even, you know, um, previous caller, I was talking with her about Neptune uh, squaring her natal Mars. You, and you have Neptune right now squaring your natal moon. And um, yeah. it's the same kind of energy. You know, it's the same, um, oh, am I really being told the truth? Does the other person even realize that they're telling me the truth or not? Sometimes it can be very innocent. You know, someone can think... You know, and this applies also, like I said, to Jamie's call, that somebody, like, can think that they really are coming forward with their best foot forward, you know. They really can think they are. And then you try to meet them somewhere halfway, and it freaks them out. And all of a sudden, then they have to say to you, oh, God, I thought that I could do it, but I really can't. So it doesn't have to be about cheating, you know. No. A lot of disappointments and disillusionments in relationships don't have to be about oh someone's cheating on me. That's always always a possibility. With, with I'm
5: the, wondering with, though, like um, how much like how much do you know that something is true? Uh-huh. That's the problem. Like astrologically, especially during
1: this transit, it's a very difficult thing to know because uh. there's so many projections that you're putting onto the other person.
5: Well, so I'm not talking just to the other person. It seems like that's not a good person for me anyway, and he's too young, and, he, and we had a bad fight, and I don't like him too much. I don't like the way he's his lifestyle is not for me, to be honest. Right.
1: Okay, so well, then that makes sense. You're it's, kind of done with it anyway.
5: It's more, Yeah, I'm kind of done with it. just that today I felt a little bit lonely, and I texted him again, and then – right. That's all, you know, I felt a little bit lonely and nothing happening and then I just But found... how
1: do you know when something is true? That's a really amazing question. Especially for someone with moon and Sagittarius. The answer is is that you develop a strong connection with your own inner voice, with your own inner guide.
5: Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes we don't want to see or know or we lie to ourselves. How do you know that you're lying to yourself? It's quite complicated.
1: It is, but and you know, you're you're you know, you're you're bring, you're bringing this up in the, in the broadest way that that it that it is. It is quite complicated. I think what happens is as we go through experiences of disillusionment where we <coughs> sorry, where we see what our ego is manifesting before us yeah. You know <clears throat> A young boyfriend Or a job just for the money Or somebody that we feel competitive with Or getting someone because everybody else wants them Or you know like When when we manifest certain things Because of our own ego needs They have a tendency to backfire on us And we might believe that they're true or whatever But What happens is, is that those repeated experiences wear down our inability to see the real truth. They wear down our ability to cover the truth with our ego. Yeah. So So that's the answer is, how do I know what's true? You know, you begin to know it and sense it in the heart, uh, and, you know, the mind and the heart will agree at some point, and... Then you'll know it's true because the true essence of the heart, the true love that's inside of you is not about your ego. Yeah. You know? Uh, so if you if you're if if you say like, someone is really good for me Someone's really good for me, or a, jo- a job, a career, or whatever is really good for me. That's when you're really saying that it's a fundamentally positive thing for the for your being. Yeah. Yeah.
5: I know. I know that that's a that's a good thing that I kind of have, but the fact that I'm not. Fully supporting myself Makes me look at my darker side And think that I'm just Using my parents And needing to figure it out on my own
1: Yeah I would say that that's probably true You probably are needing to figure it out On your own, right? Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah I don't know um, Any of that ast- astrologically Or psych psychics or whatever can tell me whatever, it doesn't really affect me. It's like it's more what I have to figure out myself.
1: Well it always is what we all have to figure out ourselves. In in the end it is. It's not I don't I think that for me astrology is about guidance. It's about saying that You're in a time period where you're getting very close to what's called the midlife crisis It doesn't happen for another couple of years for you, but it will happen in 2013 or 2014 So you're getting very close to that because you're going to be 40 And, um, you know, what does that mean for you? You know, what is it that you want for your life? These transitional periods as an astrologer are the things where I'm able to say, look, you have this coming up in a year or so and what that's going to do to you is it's going to put you in the mindset of <clears throat> creating not just not like an urgency not like an emergency but of 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 a deadline of a time when you're going to be saying to yourself okay, enough with this, I understand what I've been doing wrong, now I'm going to go out and find who's right for me. Or, it's okay now, I know exactly how to go and get the job that I need to get, and I'm going to go and get it.
5: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I, I know exactly if I want something, I'll go get it. I'm just not doing that. It's like my body's like a passive, like a non-moving, like it doesn't right. work.
1: Well, to me that requires a, you know a deeper look at your chart and why it is that you feel that much inertia. You know, it's not necessarily something that I can really cover with you on on the blog talk show. No,
5: <laughs> like I wouldn't where be. does
1: all that inertia come from in your chart and why are you like living it out in What's
5: that
1: way? Inertia. Inertia, is feeling stuck and, and 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 not and you know, like immovable, like your life can't move. A lack of motivation, inertia, not moving.
5: Yeah. That's where I am. So.
1: You can move.
5: I yeah. just want
1: you to know that. You absolutely can.
5: Yeah, I believe that too. I know that too. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to deal with. So thank you. Oh, no,
1: yeah. It's for, really good to talk uh, to you. I hope you have a good night, hon. It's... So, show on love. And, um, you know, we wish it for everybody, you know. We wish it for everybody that's listening, for everybody that we know, that they find the love and um it's it's uh it's a challenge there's no doubt about that. love is a uh, is a simple and extremely complicated experience it it in in and of itself is something so pure and yet it affects us in such a profound way. That the influence it has on us is extremely complicated Don't forget to show people the love Don't forget to show each other the love Don't forget to show yourself the love I'm Dr. Craig Martin You can tune in next week on Thursday at 8 o'clock Pacific And I'm going to leave you again with Show Me Love by Robin
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah